All right. It's the Brian Hornback Podcast. That was Handsome and the Humbles. Uh, my buddy Josh Smith, Handsome and the Humbles. And that is the Knoxville Lights. This is the second episode. This is episode 48, but that's the second episode where I featured uh, Josh and the guys of Handsome and the Humbles as the um, as the song. And I have uh, Josh's permission to do that. So um, I uh, tell you what, those guys, if, if you have not heard Handsome and the Humbles, you need to find them on any of your streaming services because those guys are just are just phenomenal they're right here not they're right here local knoxville and uh, they're just um, they're just good guys their music is is really good and uh, we'll do that as we'll use knoxville lights as an out um as an outro at the end of this particular episode 48 hope you're doing well it's been a while about a week i think uh since i've been on here let's turn some lights on for the youtube crowd uh, so that you can see that face um anyway two minutes and 34 seconds and i have lights anyway um i do uh, thank you for tuning in i thank you for um giving me some grace uh and and not uh forcing me uh, on here lots of things have been going on politically uh, as you know we're now in the middle of september which means that we're in the in the beginning now of the city uh, general election. Um, you got five candidates that are incumbents. You have five that are being supported by the Republican Party, um, and uh, so we got that going on. I'm sure there'll be more uh, ratcheting up as we get closer to November the second. Early vote starts. Um, October 13th and runs to about the 27th of October with the general election, November 2nd. Speaking of which, let me write this down. Get the 10 on. That means the 10 candidates on. Um, but yeah, well, you know, we had um, really the key race, I think, is the one in the fourth district. And that's Jim Clenaris and Lauren Ryder. Both of them have been on this show, uh, on this podcast and I'm sure they'll come on again. Um, in the 6th District, Garrett Holt's been on. Gwen McKenzie did not come on. Um, Deidre Harper did come on. She's the one uh, that, uh, unfortunately for her, um, she finished um, third. Um, and uh, so she did not advance on. Um, Tommy Smith in the first and Elizabeth Murphy in the first. I couldn't get them on in the primary. The second district, uh, Andrew Roberto and Kim Smith, I didn't reach out to them because there were only two people in the primary. Um, and so they were automatically going to advance uh, in District 3, Nick Sapero and Seema Singh. I had not reached out to them uh, again because both of them were going to advance. We had the two from the fourth, and now we have um, the two from the sixth, Garrett Holt, who has been on, Gwen McKenzie, who hasn't. So... I'll make that a priority. Uh, we'll get that done. Um, so what's been going on? Well, uh, Senator uh, State Senator Richard Briggs announced uh, this past week and had his campaign kickoff. He is running for re-election in 2022. Um, you know, I'm hearing a lot of rumors that he's going to be targeted in the Republican primary. 
I've heard a rumor that Martin Daniel uh, might be running against him. I've heard the rumor that um, the state rep from District 14, uh, Jason Zachary, might be uh, considering uh, wanting to go to the state Senate. Can't imagine. Can't imagine that would happen. Um, I think Jason uh, will be lucky just to hold on to his state house district, just his state house seat, just to be perfectly honest with you. And that's the district that I currently live in. Um, of course, redistricting is going on. Um, both the state house, the county commission, the school board, uh, and the city council have to redistrict based on the census last year. Uh, so we'll be talking about that a little bit more as we as we get into some stuff over the next several months. Uh, county commission and the school board have already met. Uh, they've had two meetings now. The redistricting committee has had two meetings uh, on that committee. Uh, all the county commissioners are on that committee, along with Chris Davis, who is the election administrator, and now the new school board chair, uh, Christy Christie, um, is also on that redistricting committee. And so uh, they will be working to redistrict the county commission and redistrict the school board lines. The city council will be doing the same, uh, redrawing the city council districts uh, to com to in, in order to comply with um, the new populations um, that happened because of the census. And then, of course, the state, uh, they have a redistricting committee. I watched the first meeting that they had uh, where they're going to have to draw the state house, state senate. And then, of course, the Waxha Senate, I think, does their own. Uh, and then, uh, of course, the congressional uh, is in that, too. Uh, but the redistricting committee incorporates both house and senate. And they also um, will draw the congressional boundaries. Um, and so Jim Cooper, uh, the uh, liberal uh, Democrat from Nashville, uh, he appeared before that committee asking that they keep Davidson County and Nashville all in one congressional district, which is very self-serving for him because that is his district. That is his congressional district. He doesn't want to divide Nashville in Davidson County. Uh, I did learn over the weekend that uh, he has an opponent in Odessa Kelly. Don't know much about her. We'll try to find out more about her. Uh, but, um, you know, uh, I'm assuming Odessa Kelly is, um, see, I've got that website right here. I'm sure she's running. Yeah, she's. I'm sure she's running as a Democrat. Um, let's go to the site here. Um, she is running in the 5th District. And I'm sure she, it's a new day for Nashville. Sign up to elect Odessa Kelly. Let's just talk about her for a little bit. Odessa was born and raised in Nashville. She spent nearly 14 years as a civil servant. I'm reading this from her website, which is odessaforcongress.com, O-D-E-S-S-A-F-O-R, congress.com. Um, she co-founded Stand Up Nashville, a nonprofit community organization that fights for working families. She has seen firsthand how the political and economic system is rigged against working families who spent their lives playing by the rules. She's organized diverse coalitions and already delivered for Nashville. Now she's ready to take that fight to Congress. Um, so again, uh, a Democrat, a progressive Democrat, I'm assuming, uh, but uh, anybody that will take on um, Jim Cooper, uh, a guy who's been there forever, um, and you can buy some T-shirts. 
the coffee mug. You can get uh, three stickers for ten dollars. I might have to. I might have to pop in ten dollars just to get the stickers. Um, but um, anyway, uh, that's promising to see. Uh, and so we'll see what the supermajority Republicans do to Jim Cooper. Um, and I had an interesting conversation yesterday. Um, you know, I say yesterday and I throw out dates like it means anything to the podcast world. That really doesn't mean a lot to y'all. Um, but, um, let me get back here. So I know what my time is on the podcast. Um, but, um, you know, is is there a possibility? And and I, I throw this out as, as a question, not just for you to think about, but really for me to think about as well. Is there a possibility that we could actually create a 10th congressional district? Um, I may send that as a, as a question to somebody that would know that. But um, that would be, that would be interesting if, if that could actually happen because of the population uh, gains that we picked up in Tennessee. Um, with all the folks moving in from New York, California, and all points here and there and yonder. Um, but that would be interesting to know. But did get to meet, speaking of Democrats, I guess this could be my Democrat podcast episode 48. Um, did get to meet uh, this past week Dr. Jason Martin. He's running as a Democrat candidate for governor. Um, real interesting. Uh, so I introduced myself to him, uh, gave him a card, um, and, uh, was able to, uh, record him. Uh, he, he gave about a, almost a 20 minute talk. It was a little over 19 minutes. It's on my YouTube page. Um, and, um, he, um, real interesting individual has worked real extensively because he's a critical care unit doctor. Um, most all his stuff is, is in the hospital and has had a lot of hands-on with, with COVID. Um, and so that's the perspective he's bringing. Uh, you know, I just kind of assume because he was the first one out of the box for the Democrats that there might not be a whole lot of other Democrats running, you know, that they'd kind of, unite behind one but you know i was kind of reminded yesterday that you know that don't ever happen um and so um it'll be interesting to see who else gets into the democrat um primary for governor um just because but uh was he was very very friendly um uh very passionate uh i was able to record several of the questions that the people i went where i went was to a park in uh, Blount County in Maryville. Um, depends on if you're from here, it's Marvel. If you're not from here or if you're a little more educated, it's Maryville. Um, and the only reason Senator Alexander calls it Maryville is because when he's standing or when he was, you know, he's been replaced now by Bill Haggerty, uh, Lamar, Senator Alexander retired. And he always explains that the reason he says Maryville is because people who ain't from around here don't understand Marvel. Um, and so he always pronunciates uh, Maryville, Maryville, uh, for those that ain't from around here. But if you are from around here, it's Marvel. Um, so um, that's um, that's the reason that 
lot of people around here are somewhat critical of Lamar, Senator Alexander, because um, he pronounces Maryville, Maryville. But again, he does that so that people who ain't from around here understand what he's saying. Um, but I went over to Blount County to Maryville, Maryville, um, to Pershing Springs Park, I think it was called. Um, over off Sandy Springs Road over in Maryville. Um, I think we're saying that. Uh, but anyway, uh, Dr. Jason Martin showed up. It was a Blount County Democrat Party uh, party type function uh, to meet him. Uh, there was um, my my good friend Susan Jennings from Knoxville. She was there as well as several Blount Countyans. Uh, it was, you know, for um, for Red Tennessee, there there were more there were more um, Democrats in in Blount County than I probably thought there were going to be, but it was a good crowd. He uh, came and spoke again for about twenty minutes um, and answered some questions, some really good questions um, that were asked, uh, and then uh, a lot about education, um, a lot about uh, the pandemic, and. Uh, so those are Q and A's. I gotta get those up today. I gotta get those up today. Finish getting those up today. I've got, I think, one done. Uh, so I'm gonna insert them into that into that blo- uh, that blog post um, that had his. I initially put up the 19 minute speech that he gave, uh, and then I, I'm gonna load the Q and A's in back into that post. So um, those of you that have already seen the post of Dr. Martin, come back to that post in a day or so and all the q a's will be in there as well uh but um nathan higdon he's the chairman of the dr nathan higdon is the um is the chair of the blount county commission he was very receptive to me um i'm not uh, egotistical enough to think that those people in blount county who are part of the blount county democrat party knew who i was although i was wearing logoed logo branded shirt and and hat uh but again i I don't expect people who aren't um political insiders to necessarily recognize the logo um but everyone was um allowed me to stand uh over by myself um and record uh and i you know because i am a visitor there uh although i am quasi Polit, uh, media uh, you know it wasn't my play first of all it wasn't my event Nathan Higdon was very cordial uh, very professional um, and, uh, and, and somewhat welcoming um, and uh, I should not say somewhat welcoming he was very welcoming um, and um, so um, had a good time over there I had to leave early I had another meeting uh, Thursday night at 6 o'clock over off Cedar Bluff Road um, so I had to, I had to scoot out of, um, um, uh, out of that Blount County event by about five 30. Um, and, uh, thank you for Pellissippi Parkway, uh, particularly from Alcoa highway to, uh, interstate 40. Um, there's, uh, some stuff coming up. I think, uh, I heard over there in Blount County, they're, they're having some more discussion. I think the state's really starting states now that the state's spent, uh, all the gas tax on um, Alcoa Highway. I think now they're really going to start uh, working on uh, trying to uh, 
take that advancement of the Pillarsu Parkway from um, from what we call Old Knoxville Highway. Uh, Old Knoxville Highway, if you're going toward John Sevier, or it's Broadway if you're going into Maryville, uh, where the uh, Pillarsu Parkway dead ends. Um, they're wanting to. The state's now wanting to go ahead and continue the um, the Pillarsu Parkway into Townsend. Um, I don't know what I think about that. Um, obviously, I think from a, a tourism uh, perspective, I think it's needed. Um, you know, man, a little bit of me, a little bit of me wants to try to try to keep what we've got. Um, try to keep what we've got with our rule. Um, surroundings and and the park and you know it's it's a beautiful drive over there on severe what we call severable pike which runs from maribel um to uh seymour and so that would uh Pilsy park would be coming right through that property and there's billboards over there now i've got photos somewhere uh in my thirty thousand picture phone um of of that bill of that sign uh it says stop the Pilsy extension uh so uh that will be um that will be a topic, uh, obviously, for another day as well. Um, but you know, it's um, really so. So this week has been kind of um, kind of cool, uh, being able to, to visit with some Democrats, uh, get to know um, at least one c- candidate, introduce myself to one candidate, and um, and really, you know, start seeing this thing head the way it, it's getting ready to head, which is. We're getting ready to be full on 2022 here before long, but uh, you know this this has kind of been a rambling one, but uh, I'm going to end this one and uh, really do appreciate you tuning in. And uh, again, go check that uh, blog post out from uh, Dr. Jason Martin, and uh, I'll try to get those videos of the Q and A's up as best as I can. So we're going to end it out with uh, my guys Josh Smith and Handsome. And the handsome humble, handsome and the humbles. This is not for life. All right. Thanks to Josh and Handsome and the Humbles, and we'll see y'all on episode 49.